Good afternoon. It's just after 12 p.m. and that means it's time for the MoneyWeb at Midday Show. I'm Warren Thompson and uh, welcome to another fairly quiet day on the markets. Uh, just coming up today, we will be speaking to our market commentator, Wayne McCurry from Ashburton Investments concerning developments. And certainly uh, the biggest of them is the announced uh, tariffs on products, including steel and aluminium uh, that enter the U.S. from uh, South Africa. So uh, we're hoping that uh, Wayne McCurry will shed some insight there as to who will be affected by that. Uh, and if it is indeed a material effect to some of the companies that are producing steel and aluminium products. Uh, but that will be coming up just now. Remember, the show is being brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa, leaders in business. MoneyWeb has a unique opportunity for financial advisors. Through our Click and Advisor offering, advisors can interact with a growing investor-based audience and attract new clients. To find out more, visit www.moneyweb.co.za. All right, time to have a look at the markets. The JSC, one-fifth of a percentage stronger at the moment, 58,361 points. And uh, with the exception of financials, all the different uh, sectors are up. Industrials are up one-fifth of a percent. Financials down one-fifth of a percent. Gold mining having a great day up four over four percent, and resources up nearly half a percent at the moment. Uh, behind Nuspers is the most traded share on the bourse. We have uh, Barclays Africa Group, followed uh, closely by MTN, Sunlum, Standard Bank, and First Rand. So a lot of the uh, financials are again dominating the uh, the volumes in terms of shares traded. Uh, the JS, sorry, the JSE, the the rand against the dollar. Uh, is making ground, but uh, since the last, certainly the last time I checked it, uh, it has slipped. It's up uh, roughly four tenths of a percent at the moment to twelve rand sixty against the U.S. dollar. Against the pound, uh, it's uh, up one fifth of a percent to seventeen rand nineteen, and against the euro, uh, up almost half a percent to fifteen rand twelve. Uh, gold is at one thousand three hundred ten dollars. Uh, it's enjoying a fairly good day, up nearly half a percent there. And uh, with platinum and palladium both enjoying a stronger day, platinum up a half a percent to $900 an ounce, palladium up one and a half percent to $962 an ounce. But uh, joining me to give his thoughts ahead of uh, what should be a fairly interesting U.S. Federal Reserve meeting uh, today is Wayne McCurry from Ashburton Investments. Good afternoon, Wayne. Howdy, Warren. Uh, so we will turn our uh, eyes to the U.S. Federal uh, Reserve, and, and they meet in a very funny part of the world, a funny-named part of the world. Uh, what are you anticipating this evening? Well, look, no one's anticipating a rate increase at this meeting. There are still more than likely two rate increases to come this year, but later on in the year. So what will really be of interest to the market is their overall commentary and feel and what their dot plot indicator says. Now, what that is, is it's their estimation of what's going to happen with inflation and interest rates, and it's the change in that plot, in those dots that they that they forecast, that will be of interest to the market. So we have a funny uh, funny words for this uh, that that we use in the uh, financial world: hawkish and dovish. Uh, yes. Are you expecting uh, hawkish? Obviously, being uh, um, a pretty aggressive view to the uh, increase in inflation and interest rates by the Fed. Uh, what uh, what do you understand no, what their stance will be? I think it will actually be unchanged. They've already advised us 
over an extremely long time period now that interest rates must go up. So I don't think there's any particular piece of information that's come out to swing their current mood, which is a hawkish mood, back to dovish or, in fact, even more hawkish. So I don't think there's going to be any great change in their stance tonight. Let's certainly hope so. All right. Uh, just a, another issue involving the United States is uh, economic policy. Uh, we understand that South African uh, products, will, certainly aluminium and steel, will be slapped with tariffs. Just uh, yes. explain to us what's what's transpired, Wayne. Well, look, this is this whole long story that's been going on now about the U.S. and protecting domestic jobs and steel and aluminium. Why they pick steel and aluminium, I'm not sure. I think that's probably domestic politics and where the, the, uh, President Trump thinks that his support base lies. But this is all effectively domestic American politics. This whole U.S., you know, America first, make America great again. So it's a whole Trump election campaign story. So steel and aluminium were singled out. And now it started off with Canada, but obviously now it's gone a bit wider and South African steel and aluminium producers that also had this tariff put on them for exports to the U.S. Right. So, and is it all uh, products, or is it specific, or uh, in you know who's and and certainly uh, I suppose who's who are the producers most affected by it? Well, look, I'm not too sure what product ranges it are because you can get raw aluminium, and then you can get obviously an extruded aluminium or rolled aluminium. So I'm not too sure what products they are, but the ones that are affected clearly is ArcelorMittal and Hewlett Aluminium. Now, they're both down about 5% on this news. So Arcelor is trading at 281, and uh, Hewlett Aluminium is trading at 490. They're both down, as I said, about 5%. There is another South African company involved in aluminium, but they're more upstream. In other words, they make their alumini and they... Uh, cast raw aluminium and that's South 32. Right. That South 32 is actually up 2% today. So obviously that's not nearly as affected by these exports because they just, their aluminium production just goes into the general world market. It's not specifically aligned to exports to the US. So they said they're up about 2.5% today. So uh, we did, and just to fill the audience in on this, uh, we did uh, get in touch with uh, Huleman. Uh, we understand that they do export a number of uh, finished products as well to the yes. U.S. Uh, they haven't said anything publicly, so I imagine that they're still digesting uh, what this means and obviously running some numbers as to see uh, how that uh, puts them in terms of uh, uh, their landed product in the U.S. and how that uh, um might affect their competitive stance there. So we'll wait and see, uh, wait and hear from them. But as you've pointed out, Wayne, down both uh, 5% there. Uh, do uh, you think that there will be any basis to go to uh, uh, air this grievance with uh, oh, yes. some of the we, trade organizations, the, the WTO, for instance, and ITAC? Yeah, it will go through the whole process all over again, as all the other countries are doing. And it could end up being come to naught because, as I said earlier on, this is domestic American politics at play. It's got actually nothing to do with financial systems or anything. This is a pure political issue, domestic political issue in the U.S. Uh, in in uh, in just to add one other thing there, uh, Wayne. Certainly, we saw uh, Trump being quite aggressive. 
uh, with uh, people that don't vote or countries that don't vote vote with the U.S. and the U.N. Uh, mm. and, and we were listed as one of the 10 countries that uh, least agreed with the U.S. Uh, when it comes yeah. to resolutions at the U.N. I mean, uh, is there a broader fallout coming here if, uh, if you consider uh, it's, that? It's possible, but, you know, hopefully, and you hope and pray that common sense prevails in all of this. And I suppose, uh, you know, a concluding comment would be, you know, every country, unfortunately, has got politicians. <laughs> yes, and uh, certainly we have some some interesting politicians. Um, just b- coming back to the market, Wayne, the 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 rand continues to weaken. Uh, yes. Now twelve sixty is this slow poison that we're going to get? Look, I suppose there's three things to consider. The first thing is Ravaforia has probably peaked, and I mean that's that's quite logical. You know, there's been a change in government now. There's been massive changes in the SOEs. There's been massive changes in cabinet. So the news, the good news peak is probably behind us. doesn't mean it disappears, but I suppose the euphoria is now starting to subside a little bit. So that's the first factor. The second factor is this is clearly strong dollar. It's not just a weak rand. This is clearly, clearly strong dollar. The third factor is now, don't expect the RAND to collapse to 15 again overnight. Eh? The RAND might weaken a little bit more, but the whole trajectory for South Africa, the whole outlook for South Africa has changed dramatically from what we had last year. So now for people to panic that the RAND's going to 15 against the dollar is, I think, excessive. But the RAND could easily trade between 12.5 and 13, maybe a bit higher than 13 for the balance of this year. It's not catastrophic for South Africa. It's certainly better than the future we were looking at a couple of months ago. But as I said earlier on, maybe maybe the peak of the new new South Africa is a little bit behind us now. All right. Uh, okay. So, uh, and I, I suppose what we need to do now is start seeing some real changes because uh, as we sit yes. here, there are demonstrations now taking place in the south of Joburg yeah. as well. Uh, and I imagine a lot of this has been driven by very uh, unhappy and impatient uh, voters uh, ahead of next yes. year's election. But look, I mean, demonstrations in South Africa is not new. So it's not as though this has just now started. This is, a, you know, demonstrations aren't new yet or in the rest of the world. So although it's happening and, and obviously there are grievances that have got to be addressed in that, you know, this is not going to alter anything and it's not going to alter investor perceptions of South Africa. And these demonstrations and that have virtually zero effect on the rand. All right, great. Uh, we're going to have to leave it there, Wayne. But thanks as always for your time, and I'm Pleasure. sure we'll be speaking soon. That was uh, Ashburton's Wayne McCurry. Remember, this show is being brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa, leaders in business. Numerology studies tell us that numbers have symbolic meaning. Number eight stands for success, four is stability, and three represents advantage. These qualities, over and above trust, ethics and leadership, are embraced by CASA, the leading accounting, auditing and tax business designation underpinned by ethical standards, delivering responsible business leadership to take your business to number one. Because business is more than just numbers. CASA, leaders in business. All right, and that brings us to the end of another MoneyWeb at Midday show. Remember, uh, our English and Afrikaans speaking radio, uh, radio shows start at 6 p.m. this evening. Be sure to tune into those on RSG and SAFM, respectively. Until the same time tomorrow, cheers for now. 